personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lee, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. We're continuing our conversation on these new laws, what I would call major new laws when it comes to discrimination across New York State. These brokers, they have the 175.28 and the 175.29. What you need to know, again, is there's this new discrimination disclosure form where a broker is going to meet the seller, the buyer, the landlord, the tenant, and they're going to say, here's a document that says, it says seven different violations of discrimination on it. It says acknowledge this is the way you can call Division of Human Rights or Department of State. Here's how you can go on their websites. Here's how you can sue. Here's how you can bring a discrimination complaint. And this new law is going to shake up the whole industry. I'm already getting calls from clients, Lauren, about doing compliance on this type of topic because the brokers, they have the salespersons. They're freaking out about this There's whole gonna thing. There's going to be so many lawsuits. There's going to be lawsuits everywhere. So I bring on this guy I've known for like a decade. His name's Ian Wilder, and he's an attorney. But beyond being an attorney, he runs Long Island Housing Services, Inc. He's the executive director. And if you you want to find out about this place, you just go to lifairhousing.org, and their mission is the elimination of unlawful housing discrimination and promotion of decent and affordable housing through advocacy and education. These guys have been doing this through 1969 all around Long Island. They protect civil rights. So I got Ian on the line, and Ian, I just got to ask you, is this going to stop the discrimination? No. What do you mean no? What do you mean no? No, um, this this is barely even, not even starting on what we need to do. What do you mean it's not starting on what we need to do? What, what, what do we need to do? What do you what do you want to do? You want to like put posters of discriminating people up on the street and we could throw and tar and feather them? Like what what do you want to do here? No, we don't tar and feather people. So what are we going to do? Um, I was I was a real estate attorney for a dozen years or so. I worked with uh, real estate brokers and agents. I, I have no interest in, in harming anybody. But um, this law, the Fair Housing Act, has existed since 1968. Um, and agencies like mine have regularly brought cases about problems with discrimination. And in terms of fixing discrimination overall, we have a society problem with discrimination. We only, the Newsday uh, investigation that you're talking about just brought out a, a little piece of what exists. When you now, say the Newsday I, I investigation, Ian, I just want to loop back. You're talking about that sure. Long Island divided segment that they had. Yes, they ran yes, yes. and they had these testers come in and tell me about what this was all about. Sure. What they did is uh, they did a little piece of discrimination because discrimination not only happens with uh, real estate agencies, it happens with landlords, with banks, with insurance companies and housing. And it doesn't only, I mean, they just tested for, they had uh, African-American testers, they had Latino testers, and they had Asian testers. So they so entrap people. That's what you're saying, they entrap people, no? No. Why not? No. Uh, go, go watch the videos. Oh, well, I want to know, I've watched them. So uh, tell me why it's not entrapment. Because all they do is, and this is how testing works, it's been held up in court, you send in two people with the exact same profile, 
And those people are recorded, so you know that they're not saying anything to entrap. And um, they go in, and the only difference between the two is one of them's in a protected class, and one's not. And what happens is, if there's no discrimination, and that happened with some of the, at least one of the major real estate agencies, I believe, had no examples at all, is that they're treated the same. But at times, they'll be treated differently. Sometimes very differently. Sometimes they'll say to the non-protected class uh, person, and one of, one of the things that Newsday did, they said, I don't want to steer you, but, and steering is a term for uh, basically legally discriminating by telling somebody they should go to a neighborhood because that neighborhood, the population looks like them, or, or they want to stay away from a neighborhood because it doesn't look like them. Which so not, you, you do this testing in your organization, point. right? Yes. So you're very familiar with testing. And what I've read about testing is actually in the penal law is that testing is is totally legal because entrapment in the penal law only happens when it's a government actor and they cause you to act illegally. So what you're saying is that what a tester is doing and why it's upheld as evidence is they're not a government actor all the time. Sometimes they are, but in Newsday's article, they weren't. And more importantly, I think what you're saying is that they just observe people doing this behavior. They didn't cause them to do it. Okay, we, yes, but let's, you're right about the penal law and government actors, but that's not what most people use entrapment as. Most people use it as a term where you set somebody up. You go, you, go, you don't want to rent to these kind of people, right, right? So that's, that's not what happened? Or, or you don't want to sell to this, that, that is not what happened here. Okay. And that's not what we do. Our, our, our cases have to be, they're one, reviewed by HUD, and then if, if they don't end up settling, they often go to court in front of federal judges. Federal judges are, are not going to decide in our favor if we in any way do anything incorrect except document what behavior already existed. So did I get you and right, that's Ian? That's all the testing does. Ian, did I get you right? Not only do you do the testing, but you also prosecute these matters in either a New York straight administrative court or in federal court. Is that what I'm getting you saying? Well, since, since you're using the legal terms, we don't prosecute. We're not a government agency. But, but we will bring a complaint. Our, our main goal is not to litigate. Our main goal is to um, eliminate housing discrimination. If it comes up, and we find it comes up, and we can come to a quick agreement, our focus is almost always, the first focus, is fixing what went wrong. What we, is a quick agreement? Yeah, what do you mean by that? Yeah. Like, do they handshake and just say, yeah, what is well, peace defined, for good? Yeah, what, yeah what's well, quick? Well, 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 rather than going through a whole, a whole administrative process or possibly a whole litigation, which runs up a lot of attorney's fees, which nobody wants to pay, um, if, if we can come to an agreement for terms that will protect the public from what we believe is discriminatory behavior happening again, that is our prime focus in litigation. Is that like a loss of license or is that a fee? Like what? What are you looking for? Are you yeah. looking for training? What are you looking for a landlord to pay money? Like what is a quick agreement? Okay. Okay. Well, and, and the reason I'm saying quick is because we can cut. You know, you can go through litigation and end up settling very late, but we're not looking to go through litigation. We're looking to end it before we even have to. 
Because that's a waste of everybody's resources. Sure. So that I'm makes not sense. I'm litigating. I never have been. So to answer your question, what it often includes is, it often includes, like what you were discussing, notices internally, um, notices put up on walls, writ- written policies put out to all the employees, uh, trainings being done, yes. Sometimes um, them funding, having uh, it testing done on themselves and the results of that testing being reported to them. Um, there, sometimes there are new policies that have to be written. Uh, for instance, if we're doing uh, a disability case and there's a problem getting what's called a reasonable modification or reasonable accommodation, which means someone has a general rule, but it's keeping somebody with a disability um, from enjoying their, their household in a way that really does not affect the major use of the property. So in English, there's a no pet policy, yeah. and I have an emotional support cat because I get very sad. Perfect. And I have a doctor who's saying that I have this disability and I need this treatment, and the housing provider's not letting me do it. Is that what you're basically getting at? Or you asked for a handicapped parking spot, and they said, no, we don't need one there. And that, or there should have been there should have been a ramp, and they didn't bother putting it in when they built it. And, and just to be clear, you, money on it. just to be clear, Long Island Housing Services, your job is to make them do these things to enforce the rights of the vulnerable. Is that what I'm really getting? Yes. All right. So you, we started off this conversation. I said to you, "There's these new laws." And there are these new laws starting June twentieth. Yep. There's these new disclosure forms, and you said they don't go far enough. What should they do? Ian is now the emperor of New York State. What should we be doing here? Oh, I don't want that job at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get it after Corona. So after Corona, yeah, yeah. I, what would you do? I, I mean, like most of the public, I don't feel bad for public officials. Most of the time, I feel really bad for them. I mean, the weight of this, but yeah. Um, well, the thing is, it's it's not only what uh, the government should do; it's what private industry should do. Um, they when and, and this is these fair housing laws have existed for fifty years. There should have been compliance checks already existing in uh, private industry. If not, this October investigation by Newsday should have been a wake-up call that whatever they had wasn't enough. So they should have taken steps after that. The only steps I've seen pretty much are, and this is part of the Newsday investigation too, they went into their trainings, and uh, the trainings were not being done to the real estate association's own levels or what's required by law in terms of the amount of time they're supposed to be giving it. So they just stopped those. And I give them credit for admitting it was a problem and stopping those. But it's been a while now, and... The industry itself should have come out with, okay, we But they need, didn't, we Ian. Obviously Ian, the industry didn't. So yeah. the question is, what should government do? Yeah. And I want to loop back. We have Ian Wilder sure. right now on the line. He is the executive director of Long Island Housing Services, and we're discussing with Ian right now the new laws that are effective June 20th that real estate brokers are going to need to have notices on their websites, in their offices, at their open houses. They're going to have to give a new discrimination disclosure form. We're going to bring Ian back after the break because we have more okay. questions to ask him. Stay with us. Have you ever dreamed of owning a rental property, flipping a home, opening a successful business? This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. 